Seeing is believing. Or is believing seeing. The miracle of the healing of the blind man is full of lessons and metaphors for life. It's got the whole drama, confrontation, expectations, accusation of sin, restoration, and healing. But blindness has always been a metaphor for not understanding, not comprehending, not spiritually seeing. Sight, light, seeing. It's a way of saying we have deeper insight or we lack deeper insight into what is important, what matters. Of course, there is the surface level of what matters, staying alive, providing food for your family and shelter and clothing, having success, paying bills, making money. This is always upon us. And our insight can help us do it really well. They write books about this. How to be a more clever businessman. How to negotiate. How to win. There's a lot of insight. And some people do it very well and have great success. We see this in the lesson of the epistle. A girl was a prophet. She was making all kinds of money for her handlers. And then St. Paul rebuked the demon. And she left, the demon left the girl, and that's when his troubles began. They arrested him, they put him in prison, they beat him, and there he is. Paul and Silas in prison, and what are they doing? They're praying and singing hymns to God. Now there's insight. That's perspective. Then there was an earthquake, and the doors opened, and the shackles fell off. That's insight for God's power, setting people free. And the guard runs in and sees what's going on, and he's going to kill himself. Seems kind of radical, but he knew that he would be killed if all the prisoners were set free. But look what happens next. He says, what must I do to be saved. You have to believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and look at the transformation. Here he was about to kill himself and now he's committing suicide. He's letting the prisoners go. He's taking them to his house. He's cleaning them up. He's feeding them and immediately he's baptized. So I'm sure the Romans didn't take too kindly at that. We don't know what happened after that. But now he believed. He saw what was important. And in an instant, it all became clear to him. So that is believing and seeing. 
So at every moment of our lives, every encounter, every instant, lurking in the background of the hum of our daily existence is a chance for communion with the living God, for seeing and understanding life from His perspective. Sometimes we embrace it. Sometimes we comprehend it. Sometimes we see it. Sometimes we don't. So let's go back to the gospel. The freedom, the power, the joy of the miracle of sight makes our friend a lively character. Did you see the way he talks back and stands up to the Jews? Tells them, now, do you want to become his disciple? They didn't take too kindly to that. This was a real experience. This was a profound reality for him, and he shared it. He told people. He didn't tell them about theology. He told them about his experience. That was his story. That happened. You can believe it or not. That is your choice. But I was healed by this man who took mud and rubbed it on his eyes and sent me off to a a pool to wash my eyes. And now I see. If that doesn't fit into your matrix, sorry. If he did it on the Sabbath, sorry. I feel pretty good. This is beautiful. So for us, we bow down before the mystery of God's love, of His forgiveness, of His salvation. Now each of us, in our own lives, it means something different. Because each of us is consumed by different worries, different concerns. Some have health issues, some have job issues, some have education issues, some have boyfriend or girlfriend issues. It's all important. It all matters. But when we believe and we trust that God cares and that He's there to participate in our lives, then we can begin to see and we can begin to understand on a more profound level. And it is that communion that gives us life. It's that communion that helps us make choices. It's that communion that help us, helps us embrace life in all its aspects so that we may be vital and alive. And then, that is what makes us active agents of God's love. That we're not out there without resources. We have within us the Holy Spirit. So when I say, let us be attentive, it's calling us to pay attention, to listen, to be aware of what God is doing in our lives. And that's what we need to do every minute of the day. We need to be attentive to God's presence, to God's purpose, to God's being in our lives. Then believing is seeing. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.